Hello everyone, welcome to the episode 63 of Solid Saturday. The guest we have today, Meena Sharil Khan, is the founder and CEO of Popcorn, international speaker and host of the hashtag JustLanger podcast live show. Meena is also marketing in Asia's top 100 inspirational LinkedIn icons for both 2019 and 2020. Her journey in entertainment began as an actor, TV host, and film and TV producer. Realizing that disruption was happening in social media, the rebel in her founded Popcorn in 2018 as a creator community and platform to connect creative talents and businesses. Within just a year of its operations, Popcorn launched the world's first ever business influencer conference, the CXOCon. Today, Popcorn has evolved into a full-fledged marketing agency and academy, working directly with TikTok, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and dedicated to developing and nurturing Southeast Asia's business influencers. Wow, so many achievements within a short period of time. I can't wait to hear more from her. So just wel- let's welcome her and listen more about her career journey. How did she found her area of interest and managing to lead that? Hey, hi, welcome Nina. Very happy to have you on the show and really appreciate all your time and consideration being on the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored to be here and very excited as well. Yeah, me too, actually. Same. So uh, to begin with, our first section is about passion and interest. So mm-hmm. when I go on through your profile, right? So how mm-hmm. did you find your interest in the marketing and sales and what motivates you to be in this field? Okay, to, to be honest, I actually studied economics and accounting, so nothing to do with marketing whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. So um, how did I end up in it? Well, to tell you the truth, even when I started work, um, I think I was in, um, I was doing business reengineering. Mm-hmm. So I was helping, um, I was working for one of the top companies in oil and gas in Malaysia. Um, uh-huh. You probably know it, it's Petronas. They sponsor the F1 and kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, but my passion, because because um, I love speaking, I was acting on the side, so I naturally gravitated towards you know the microphone, and uh-huh. and it would kind of divert me towards corporate comm and stuff like that. Um, so it was always there. And then when I started doing, um, you know, I was freelancing as a uh-huh. financial consultant. I had free time. I ended up, um, I ended up going for an audition and winning. <laughs> Uh, the hosting gig. So I went into acting and hosting. And then as an actor, as a host, you you have to be able to market yourself and to sell yourself. And as a financial consultant, you need to sell yourself. So if you needed to sell your services, you need to understand marketing and stuff like that. So that's how I got involved in it, you know, because of the film and the whatnot. And then I was helping companies. So I realized that it was just a natural thing for me. And, And when I was working, Working with, um, after the acting and film, I went back to corporate. I was working for a, an, a government agency to help animation companies and game uh-huh. companies. Um, so that's when I discovered social media. Uh-huh. And um, I went to actually VidCon in the US. Um, this was in 2017 to 2018. And based on that, I was like so inspired. I was like, okay, I want to be an influencer. So I'm going to get into this thing, you know. So I've always loved being in front of the camera, but behind it as well. And, and uh-huh. you know, being able to write 
and promote something was something that I was so passionate about. It, it was just a natural passion, I guess. Yeah. So that's how we started Popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, that's great actually because it is more of like a self-evolving journey to find your interest. Yeah. And and I think that's really important, and that's what we preach to our students as well. Uh, that you you have to know who you are and what makes you happy, uh, because then you'll be able to enjoy your work, and you don't feel like it's 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 a job. You feel like it, you're you're you know it's a passion. It's something that you want to do, and that's what you inspire the world. So it's really important to know your passion. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for sharing that because that is definitely useful for all the students out there. Mm -hmm. Moving towards our next segment is about questions from the audience where I have shortlisted okay. a couple of questions for you. Mm -hmm. And uh, to begin with, the first uh, question under that section is, what is digital con content marketing and how one can start with their content marketing journey? Okay, well, digital content marketing, because digital marketing is so huge. And to tell you the truth, I kind of learned about it late because when I was working, all these things didn't exist. Okay. So it was in 2018 to tell you the truth. I went to VidCon. Um, I didn't know there were so many influences there. There was Casey Neistat, but I didn't understand the industry. So I probably walked past them. If I were to go there today, I would probably be, ah! screaming all over you know but you know i i'm jealous of me then okay so you guys are there in the states so if you have a chance please 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 go so uh, what is digital content marketing well um it's wow first of all digital marketing is huge um we start when internet started everybody Google was the first thing or search engine. So you have those things called search engine, search engine optimization, which is how do you appear on the top of the search engine list? So those things are called search engine optimization, search engine marketing. And how you go on top is by creating content. Okay. okay. Uh, so that you're relevant so that people will search for you and stuff like that. So content then became content marketing. And now on social media, you have all these influencers, you have people creating content. When we say creating content, it could be a post, it could be an article on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. it could be a video, it could be a live stream, it could mm -hmm. be a comic and you're putting. So it's any type of content. Um, it could even be a podcast that you can put mm -hmm. online mm -hmm. um, and you can express yourself. Um, so that is what I would call content marketing. Um, and in the world of digital content marketing, when we talk about it, it would be um, who who are you? What are you trying to sell? Or who are you trying to connect to? And who's the audience? And uh, what is the medium of you connecting? So you could be writing articles. Again, you could be writing, you know, articles on LinkedIn. You could be uh, writing just a simple post. You could be creating like works of art, making it into a story. My recent post was like a comic and I am not talented, okay? But there's an app. So I just launched a new Facebook group to teach people how to position themselves as business influencers. So I was talking about about the group so the comic was a series of photos and some of our students photos and we're like hey have you heard and they're like heard what you know and it's all in comic style and they're like yeah i've joined the group i've joined too. what are you talking about oh um and why is this important oh because we're going to go live tonight boom that's it it's just a stupid <laughs> silly story but everybody loved it so that's a form of content as well and a presentation is also a content so you could 
really put up your your stuff on SlideShare, which is owned by LinkedIn. Yeah. So, so con digital content marketing is any content that you create on a digital platform, mm -hmm. um, and it's basically to attract people towards what you do. Um, mm -hmm. You know, whatever it is you're trying to sell, and people gravitate towards you like you know you're the flower and they're the bees. Yeah. So okay. that's how I would describe digital content marketing. I hope that makes sense. Very well, actually, and it's very easy to understand as well the way you explained it. Uh, it's cool. Okay. In terms. Uh -huh. So thank you so much. And the next question we have is: How often is it required to create a content when it comes to social media or any other site? Okay. Um, it uh, that depends on the platform, and it also okay. depends on the influencer. So um, I'll give you an example. So Twitter, Twitter is a very fast-moving social media platform. So you're probably required to create content like six times a day, uh, and it's it's very very short. It's very fast. But when you have somebody who's OCD like me, that doesn't work. <laughs> okay. Um, TikTok is also another platform, and I think on average you do like three content. Uh -huh. a day or something like that but some companies do like three times a week so it depends on who you are and uh -huh. and how often you want to create but of course that if you're building yourself up you're you're like not known you want to be able to do it a certain time a week so instagram once a day is good facebook once a day is good linkedin you can actually get away with three times a week uh -huh. um whereas uh, again tiktok is like three times a day they're saying but i think once a day is also enough because it's still very uh -huh. very new so um yeah so uh, so again it depends on the platform what people are used to and uh -huh. it also depends on you as a person so i'll give you an example the ceo of salesforce he is uh -huh. like a big influencer on Twitter um, so he doesn't tweet often but when he does it's like boom everybody listens and follows you know uh, kind of thing I think it's Twitter I'm not sure if it's Twitter or LinkedIn so it really depends so like uh, somebody like Richard Branson they can get away with posting once a week once a month and people will still uh -huh. follow him yeah so it depends on you as a person and depends on the platform like for us we're heavily LinkedIn business influencers so I try to create content at least once a day, but I know there are LinkedIn influencers out there who create four. Yes. <laughs> so it really depends. And LinkedIn is slightly different. You don't want to create your content like here and then another one in, in an hour because uh -huh. that it depends on the platform. The algorithm pushes it down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it doesn't support it. So you want to let your content breathe and then uh, you post it like, you know, um, either the next day or half a day later uh -huh. in order for you to see results. Otherwise, it affects your first post. Okay. I hope that makes sense. Yes, yes that makes sense. Okay. So when cool. we are seeing that, you know, audience engagement with your content, as you mentioned about the Salesforce actually, especially, mm -hmm. um, do you see that uh, those people have already established or achieved something and it is easy to attract the audience? Or do they bring that kind of a quality in their content from the start? How does that work? Like, you know, engagement with the audience. Ah, engagement with the audience. Okay, a lot of people seem to think that the content, I mean, I don't know about you. What do you think is important for people? Uh, why do people follow people? Do you think it's the content? Or do you think it's something else? I think it's the, more over like a connective view. Uh, whatever content they put together, like, it is more or about everybody should be able to relate to that. Right. Okay. So, yeah. 
when it comes to creating content, there's a lot of things which are at play. Um, you need to be authentic. Um, if, if you look at it, if, if I come across and, um, and I'm very stuffy and, you know, I'm talking, oh, you should do this, 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 you know, very proper, I'm very well behaved. Um, uh-huh. It might not come out as good because my real self is like this. So you got to be authentic. You got to be real. You got you to gotta love yourself for who you are and embrace yourself for who you are. And then something magical happens. Your audience can relate to you. Your uh-huh. audience connects with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's when you embrace all that flaw. So that's one, you got to be authentic. Number two, um, another thing is your content has to be, you know, the more relevant it is, the more you reach out, the more it connects to a lot of people. It's exactly what you say. People uh-huh. can relate to you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, so usually if you have like an underdog story, you know, it's like film, all film scripts usually has an underdog story that the hero you know rises kind of thing so there's a villain so when you have that kind of story they like because they don't people don't like people who are perfect they want you to have some flaws so you can support them i mean that's that's the psychology of it so you know so that's why it's important to be authentic there has to be like a villain in the story that you're against like we're against like marketeers uh we're, we're like disruptors you know we're like influencers hey you know we do things ourselves uh, so when we did a video where we shot professionally, we were like, there's something wrong with it. Okay, why? Because it's a villain. <laughs> you know uh-huh. what I mean? Okay, yeah. so I hope that makes sense. So another thing about content is we honestly feel that the best content creators are not necessarily the most talented one, but uh-huh. they are the ones who are the most consistent one. Because uh-huh. If you want to do, if you want to position yourself as a business influencer, if you want to create content, it's about consistency. Uh And if you are creating content at eight o'clock, at 10 o'clock, you have to, by rain or shine, it has to come out 10 o'clock every day. Or if it's every Thursday night, it has to come out Thursday. Because what you're doing is you're coaching, you are, you're subconsciously training your audience to get used to you. So Uh much so that when we don't have a show on the Thursday night, because we have a show every Thursday night, people like something's wrong you guys are not online you know so you're you're you need to coach your audience you need to be consistent so that they depend on you okay because they do depend on you okay uh-huh. so that's what you're doing so consistency is very important so remember this the best content creators are not the most perfect the best content creators they are the most consistent one okay uh-huh. um, because if you're doing something and then you disappear and then you do again it's hard for people to follow you because it translates as oh this person's not reliable i don't know when yeah yeah unless you're somebody who comes out with boom you know okay i'm willing to wait once a month okay i will wait you know that sort of thing kind of like that ceo was telling you about another thing is engagement is so important so when people respond to you people are sharing you want to comment and engage with them yes i know Uh those things are important when you're first starting those are the things that people look out and they they will become your raving fans they will just they will just like like be a loyal fan. When when somebody says things about you, they will be there to defend you. That's when you know you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I hope that makes sense. That's yeah, how you engage with people. Yeah. Exactly. Um, having said that, right now there are two platforms which are super organic where you know you can go on and you can get very good traction. Uh-huh. Uh, we're talking TikTok, we're talking LinkedIn, and uh-huh. Clubhouse now as well. I don't have Clubhouse, so I don't understand what it's about, but I know that because it's new, traction is super fast. Um, uh, the ones where if you want to start creating engagement, uh, which is going to be a bit hard, we're talking Facebook, Instagram, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Twitter, 
because a lot of people are using it already. So you probably have to pay for ads in order for you to stand out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I hope that helps. Yeah. Thank you so much. Actually, that definitely is very useful and insightful for the audience. Mm -hmm. Moving towards our next question is, what is the importance of keywords in content marketing? Is a part of an effective strategy for content marketing? Okay. What is the, sorry again, could you repeat that question? So what is the importance of keywords in the content? Ah, keywords. Okay, very important. The reason why keywords are important is because when the internet or the digital world is so full of content, we're talking like, I can't remember what the data is, but we're talking like, even if you spend your whole lifetime, you can never watch all the content on YouTube, all the content on Facebook. We're talking billions of hours of <laughs> videos. Yeah. So how do you find the content? Keywords are super important. You have to key in the keywords so that it stands out. So uh -huh. right now people are searching for content through keywords. So keywords are super important. So whenever you come up with something, um, find, you know, like what would be the keywords that people would search that content. So if it's about personal branding, you want to put personal branding, branding, um, you know, sales, um, marketing, you know, positioning, you know, your things that are related to it. Yeah, that sort of thing. Influencer, if it's about an influencer. So you want to find all those keywords and putting it there because then it allows other people to, to find you. Um, and you want to put keywords that a lot, it's a mixture of very focused keyword and, um, um, and a mixture of keywords that are big so that people can find you. So for example, social media, if you Google social media on LinkedIn, hashtag, um, hashtag social media, there'll be like, I don't know, 23 million. Yeah, because it's, uh, there's a lot of people searching for it and people on LinkedIn also follow hashtags. Uh -huh. uh, so that's how important it is. And then you also want to create your own brand. So maybe like for me, maybe my nickname is Nina Girl. And of course we have popcorn. So uh -huh. we put hashtag popcorn fest so that uh -huh. people will find whenever they're looking for popcorn fest, they can quickly find us. Yeah. yeah. So, so you want to create one, which is your brand. So that it's unique. Uh -huh. You also want like a large keyword and a, like a minor one to really zoom in. You know, you want to see uh -huh. big picture, small picture and really laser focused <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is and your brand. Yeah. yeah. And that mm -hmm. makes sense as well to increase the audience reach. Definitely. You need yes. To. And also like I create content and because I sell LinkedIn classes, right? My, I educate people about LinkedIn. So uh, sometimes I tag LinkedIn. Sometimes I hashtag LinkedIn and then it, the algorithm somewhat helps to go up. Oh, okay. That's uh, yeah. That's sort of thing. Okay. And, and you want to be mindful of the number of hashtags as well, because different platforms have different numbers that they allow you, uh, like LinkedIn at a, at one point was five hashtags and then it's considered spam. But now we're talking about eight, nine hashtags. Oh, okay. It's allowed. Yeah. More than that is just considered spam. And then the algorithm will like not help you go up. Yeah. Thank you so much. And our next segment is about like a fun segment where I'm going to uh -huh. do like a three words associated uh -huh. with your profile. And you have okay. to tell me what comes to your mind. Okay, no worries. It can be like abstract content. It can be a short definition, whatever comes. So I have to give you one word, right? A one word or it can be a short definition. It's not like okay. a, with the one word, you can just mention it like a short definition okay. of it. So are you ready? Okay, yes, ready. So the first word is marketing. Uh, fun. Um, so fun uh, unleashes your creativity. So okay. you can create fun and color into the world. Yeah. Yeah. Second word is content. Content is 
um, showing showing what you're passionate about. What this is from a personal point of view, like what you're passionate about. A little glimpse about you that you can share with the world that can make the world happy. You know, <laughs> or, or an insight kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. about you. Mm. Yeah, and the third keyword is social media usage. Social media usage, ah, too much. <laughs> so, um, too much and uh, burnout. <laughs> it can, it can yeah. be pretty overwhelming. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I would say too much. That would be the word. <laughs> I think uh, the pandemic also is kind of a thing. Yeah. So it's like death by Zoom burnout, death by social media. Yeah, those sort of That's things. Good. Yeah. It was okay. death by chocolate. Be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, and you did really well. So, moving towards our next segment is about career, work, and volunteering, where I would like mm-hmm. to explore a little more about your career. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the questions. So, you are a CEO and founder of a popcorn. We talk a lot about the answers as well, beforehand. but would you like mm-hmm. to share more uh, specific about services and offerings with the audience? Right. Okay. So Popcorn, we have two sides of the business. We have the academy and we also have the um, the agency. So the agency does all the digital marketing work. So we do content for social media. We uh, we consult on content for social media. We also manage social media for some of our clients. Um, we create videos for them from concept. And, and it depends on the budget of the client. Regardless of their budget, we, we find people that we can work with to afford them because we try not to say no <laughs> to everybody. Because oh, when we first started, we didn't know what social media was. We didn't know how much it cost. So we try and see uh, what your budget is and we try and help connect you to our vendors um, kind of thing. So we're like an aggregator, if you like. Uh-huh. Um, another thing is um, the thing that we do is we also, um, apart from managing social media, we also organize and kind of consult um, our clients. Like if, especially if they want to grow big in a B2B, then we suggest content. So when we talk about content, it could be a webinar, it could be a conference. Uh-huh. And, and we, re- we really suggest like, okay, maybe you want to create your own show and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So that's where we're really good at. That's our strength. Um, and, and we even tell them, okay, you want to coach your people to become like a business influencer. So you want to go to the academy site where we train you. So that's where the academy comes in. And this is really where where popcorn strength is we oh. have like a um we have a course we have a, we have two sites we do public training uh-huh. we do corporate training uh-huh. our public training is we are southeast asia's business influencer academy so what that means is we are um, a business influencer incubator you come in and we coach you and we teach you how to position yourself as a business influencer um in the region or globally because our our students are getting are getting um are getting sales and jobs from overseas uh-huh. yeah and and they get recognized as you know inspirational icons like me so we've created like nine in total they come in in february by wow. may their influences were like what you know and then they also close sales because there's no point in being famous but you want something it's either about impacting the community or it's about mm-hmm. sales you know so mm-hmm. our clients have closed like one million after one session with us yeah we're like huh one million uh 50k 60k and all of them are like us where we don't do cold calls anymore we just create content and the leads just come naturally 
you know, and oh, uh, which reminds me, I have to respond to somebody because <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, so that's what it means being a. Um, so that's the public side of the training, and then we have the corporate side of the training where we kind of go and give talks. We give an overview of um, you know this whole industry about employee advocacy and 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 building each uh, certain people in your company as the faces of the company as the company ambassador or the brand ambassadors. And we're not just talking C levels. We're talking like the salespeople. We're talking like the tech people, the product people. We're talking like you know people from different ages when they come in. So um, I'll give you a good example. In Malaysia, there's this really famous girl on LinkedIn. She's about 27. And she is an engineer. She mm-hmm. works in the oil rig. And she's famous for sharing her day-to-day life working in an oil rig and what she does and stuff like that. So, yeah. And she's got like 20,000 followers. So, so it's really, really inspiring. And because of her, there's this whole, uh, you know, group of girls who are, you know, who, who are engineers and, mm-hmm. and who are looking forward to working in an oil rig because of her sharing her experience so there's this whole girl empowerment thing you know Uh uh, yeah going on because of that so we actually tell our uh clients or yeah our clients that you know it doesn't matter you do not have to be a c-level you're always always um a role model for somebody else like if Mm -hmm. i just started work a graduate will want to look up to me you know what i mean so everybody can be a role model so it really depends on giving them the tools on Uh how to do this effectively yeah so that's that's what we do uh, with the corporate side and then with the public side is if those people are interested and they want to position themselves those are for business owners entrepreneurs uh, mm-hmm. startup c levels if they want uh, we've got like the ceo of a radio channel coming in bankers coming into our class and they mix up with everybody so we've got like a really amazing community who's very supportive and very protective of each other too so if somebody messes with them you see the whole thing, you know kind of thing so it's a lot of fun yeah yeah that's great actually so mm-hmm. i i love to hear more about your services and offerings so moving towards our next section, uh, next uh, question is mm-hmm. about, uh, would you like to share more about your work as a business partner with the LinkedIn? Right. So with LinkedIn, we became the official country partner uh, for LinkedIn uh, in Malaysia for, I think, 2019. Yeah. Um, and for that, um, that was more of us um, helping them uh, sell their LinkedIn talent solutions. So basically, so LinkedIn talent solution is amazing. We call it the glove of Thanos, the hand of Thanos. Um, some people call it the hand of God. But what it does is when, with this license, you can literally crawl the entire database of LinkedIn, 72 million at this point in time, yes. And you can find whoever that you want to hire based on their job their location, and even volunteer experiences. So like, I'll give you an example. You can even search for Santa Claus. Can you believe it? Santa Claus. And even if you've volunteered as a Santa Claus in school, your Uh name might come out. Yeah. So that's how powerful their search engine is. But you need to do this um, with a license and that's Uh the recruiter license. And it's meant to hire people, you know, uh, into the company. So usually it's the big companies that do this. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's how we worked with LinkedIn. We sell their talent solution. But moving forward, I think 2020, where 
I think we're more passionate. Our passion is in building people, in developing them as business influencers, not selling a recruiter license. So yeah. we've decided that moving forward, that is going to be our focus. Uh-huh. And that's how we're going to coach people. So, um, but we're still going to be, uh, I mean, we're still good friends with LinkedIn. And uh-huh. that's basically our decision on how to move forward kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so okay. much. And one yeah. more question. But if you're in HR, I would say um, the recruiter license is some, the talent solution is something that you want to look into uh, um, because we're working with one of the other country partners now on oh. training their clients, which is that part that we do. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. yeah. And uh, we have one more question on the next segment, which is okay. why do you think volunteering is important and would you like to share your contribution through different initiatives you are part of? Right. Okay. So um, I think volunteering is very important, especially if, um, you know, um, if you're working and you're looking for for your next job. And also as an individual, as a person, volunteering is the side of you where you get to find your passion and stuff like that. So with your LinkedIn, I would really suggest that, especially if you're young, especially if you're in uni, put in all those volunteering stuff because it does add at value and Uh people can find you. So for example, if you volunteered for, you know, being a Santa Claus, a recruiter could find Uh you. If you volunteered for singing or, you know, for community building, which is another important job of the future, building Uh communities. So all those things are important skills that money can't pay. And the best way for you to really level yourselves up to get those skills is by volunteering, Uh you know. Uh, kind of thing and and I think growing up I was volunteering in everything I was like a, a Rotary Interact member uh-huh. um, so I was helping put up like all these talent shows and stuff like that organizing backstage and stuff like that which is why by the time I came to, uh, to uni- I went to university and by the time I graduated I have really strong event management skills because I was organizing almost everything in university. I was organizing stuff. I was fundraising in university. I think we raised like about 2 million uh, for the society. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it goes a long way because all those things are going to be things that, that, you know, your recruiter or, or your future potential employers looking for. And it just adds a lot of stuff. And not just that, you get to discover your talent. You know, you get to be outside your box and work with people. So that's why I think volunteering is super important. And for me, um, I think the best part of my life has been volunteering, I would say, all the way from university organizing, you know, organizing huge plays and stuff like that, um, to when I start working, I think um, I helped out with the Breast Cancer Foundation. Uh-huh. Uh, we even had um, Sherry Blair from the UK coming in um, uh-huh. and supporting us. And I think we raised like about 10 million at that time. Uh, that was when I was working um, and, and we even did like a show and Jackie Chan and everything came in. So that was a very high profile uh, foundation. So uh-huh. I managed to volunteer there. So that was a lot of fun. The relationships that I have with these people continue until today. Uh-huh. Um, and, and yeah, so those was just a few. Um, I was also the F1 Marshall car driver for Petronas. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so we were driving around the F1 circuit. So again, we were the first female ones to do it. Um, and, and yes, all these things kind of get you into a different industry so you can understand. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And you, you never know where life is going to lead you. You never know what your passion might uh-huh. be. 
unless you volunteer or, or get involved in a lot of things. So I highly recommend volunteering. Yeah. Yes, yes. Two things I definitely would say that, you know, I can't Yeah. It is more or like a self-evolving thinking out of box. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm also a huge yeah. training junkie. So whenever my friends like conduct okay. trainings, I'll just come in and say, uh, you know, hey, I want to help out this weekend. So, yeah. so we've been involved in like BMW training and you're like, you know, this person's overqualified. How is she one of the assistant? And I'm like, oh, I'm just here for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So you meet people. So, so you never know. And, and I'm a very huge people person kind of uh-huh. thing. So, um, so if, especially if my work was boring, that was like a creative outlet for me. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's sort of thing. Same mm. applies to me actually. I'm also supportive. Yeah. Sometimes people like, you know, how can you just talk? Like, <laughs> I can talk Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, so um, moving towards our next section is about tips and advice. Already you have given like a bunch of tips and advice actually to the aspirants out there. Okay, cool. But uh, just to summarize here in this particular section, uh, any specific tips or advice would you like to give to the students or the professionals who are looking to get into this area and grow in this field or thinking this as their long-term career option? Okay, um, definitely. I think the first thing I would do is if you're still in school or even if you're working but you're interested in this, your best friend is Google. Okay, uh, so I would just go to Google. I'm talking either Google search or YouTube, right? And uh-huh. I would search the keywords. Never underestimate the power of Google. Yes, Google <laughs> okay? And YouTube. You can learn everything from these two yes. platforms. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest, and, and, and it's about being resourceful. And I can tell you the reason why I and Popcorn are in business, even though we don't know a lot of things about uh-huh. digital marketing, but we thought, oh, soon people will know about this and we won't be relevant anymore. To tell you the truth, we are still relevant. Why? Because if you think about it, the whole world is busy at work. They're doing what they do. Okay, Mm -hmm. they're busy doing their work day to day life, you know, and then there's family, there's kids, there's this, there's that. How on earth do they have time to keep themselves up to date with the latest trends and things that are happening? Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. do not have time. So that's what we do. When our clients sign up with us, we keep up to date with LinkedIn because we're passionate about it, we're crazy Uh about it. And and because we're teaching people, we need to know the information. So our clients hang on to us because we know all the updates, we find out the updates, and then we'll look at the data. And every year we'll do like a talk where, okay, so these are the trends that's happening with digital marketing. And digital marketing moves so fast. 10 years ago, I was just looking. Something that went viral was an email, you know? (laughs) Uh-huh. You know, and then there's YouTube, and now even YouTube is getting harder. the The newest platform is what LinkedIn and TikTok. Uh-huh. Okay, and Mark Zuckerberg is pissed off with TikTok, yeah, because <laughs> they're gaining market share. Yeah. Um, and then now there's Clubhouse, and people are like, "What's Clubhouse?" So, so things can change at any time. You uh-huh. never know. So you need to keep up to date, but. But you don't, so you want to hang out with people who keeps themselves up to date, you know, kind of thing. So never underestimate being resourceful. Okay. Having said that, we have a lot of digital marketing people that follow us because the kind, because digital marketing has become so huge. If you talk about social media management and stuff like that, I'm not the expert. I'll get you Uh somebody else, you know, but if we're talking about building yourself up as a business influencer and, and LinkedIn as a platform, that's where we come in. But even so, we talk about LinkedIn. We, we're not even good with Facebook. We're not good with mm-hmm. YouTube. That's not our expertise. But we'll find somebody, you know. We'll find somebody who's good with TikTok kind of thing. But if we talk about LinkedIn, yeah, 
we we can do LinkedIn, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. We make it our business to know LinkedIn. Uh-huh. Yeah. The next thing that we're getting good at is Facebook group. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. And another thing that we're good at is webinars and creating online virtual uh-huh. conference because uh-huh. that's, that's our expertise. That's how we grow ourselves. So we immediately recommend the same thing uh, yeah. to people. So um, what's my tip and advice? I would say be resourceful, go and search. You'll find a lot of stuff and share it with people. Uh-huh. Uh, and soon you'll be seen uh-huh. as an expert, you know, kind of thing. So the difference between you and the person next to you is whether you're resourceful or not. Uh-huh. But, yeah, so you can start from anywhere. There's a lot of cheap online courses uh-huh. um, where you can learn. And, and digital marketing is huge. What you know, somebody else might not know. Uh-huh. And, and first, me and my founders, because we came in really late <laughs> into the industry, right? Uh-huh. Um, we didn't know what was going on. But because we kept, we kept having all our talks, we kept having all our interviews, we would interview people from Facebook, from uh-huh. uh, LinkedIn, from YouTube and stuff like that. And after a while, we knew what we were, we, we learned some stuff, but even so, we didn't know what we were doing. So by the time I got on LinkedIn and I started creating content, da, 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 you know, and I was using whatever I learned and boom, suddenly I was a, I was an influencer and I'm like, what? Yeah. So what I would say is get yourself, find people and role models to follow, learn from them, uh-huh. be resourceful, learn, 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 learn. And along the way you have to execute it and then you, and then you can get yourself into it. Also, if you're young, I just coached somebody who came for our LinkedIn profile uh-huh. class. Uh-huh. Um, and she was like, yeah, but I don't have anything to offer. And I'm like, no, you do have something to offer. Uh-huh. You are the voice of your generation. I don't know your generation. I was born much later, you know, so I don't know what it's like to grow up in a digital first world, uh-huh. to grow up with technology, uh-huh. you know, and, and a lot of people my age are trying to get into the millennial market. So uh-huh. she was like, she was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she tweaked her and she's still studying yeah she's not even working so she tweaked her profile to say um i help brands uh tune into the millennials voice through content creation Uh or i help brands um penetrate the millennial market Uh or the gen z uh, market through content creation something like that Uh and immediately she got a couple of uh, inquiries from people and we're like what yeah, kind of thing. So brands are reaching out to her because we don't get the millennial market. We don't understand, you know. So she she has that advantage. And I told her, create content. Create content about your generation because we really want to know. We're curious, you know, kind of thing. And she was like, yeah, 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 okay, got it. Yeah. So so she actually got two job offers, you know, kind of thing. So we're coaching her and stuff like that. Yeah, because they are so savvy. They know what they're doing. It, it's, it's just automatic for them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's what you want to do. So my advice to you is learn as much as you can. The resources uh-huh. are out there. You don't have to pay for a lot of money. If you want to pay, go ahead, pay. Uh, find good people that you can learn from. Uh, have them as your mentor uh-huh. um, and, and get code, coaching. And then at the same time, the third one, which is really important, you got to know yourself. You got to learn uh-huh. to know yourself. And you don't compete with the next person because you guys are not the same, uh-huh. right? So uh-huh. my kind of style of creating content is different because I mean, your style of creating content is different. It's because of you. So uh-huh. you want to know who you are and what your best gift, your superpowers are. The, are you a writer? Are you a comic artist? Are you a podcaster? Are you, are you a streamer? Are you a video person? So find that strength and execute, execute, execute. Because yeah. this whole thing is about uh-huh. testing, testing, testing until you know. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And this was very wise, actually. Uh, the unique advice that I have heard so far. Because oh, really? Because, okay. Yeah, because being resourceful, uh, people always forget actually that it is very important. No, that's the basic thing. You yeah. have to be resourceful. And, and the worst thing you can do is to say, I don't know. I don't know is like the popcorn founders are allergic to people who say, I don't know. Because <laughs> psychologically, because uh, we're from the training industry, right? So uh, psychologically, when you say, I don't know, your mind just closes up and it doesn't give you any possibilities for solutions. Uh-huh. Possibilities just close. It just, you know, kind of thing. So even if you don't know, it's okay. But you can say like, I'm going to find out. So uh-huh. it's a completely different energy was uh, towards it as opposed to, I don't know. Yes. And that's it. Yeah. The other thing is, I'll find out, you know, interesting question. I'll find out. Even your boss will react to you differently. Yeah. Yeah. That is something yeah. with as well. So thank you so much. And to uh, close this uh, episode, we have the last segment, which is leadership. And it truly shows the way you are talking, the way you are uh, speaking, actually, it is a lot more like you are passionate about the field you are in and you are leading that area. So what is your leadership style and any specific leader that you always follow and admire and why? Okay. Uh, My leadership style, I'm not too sure, actually. I think if I were to simplify this Uh is, are you happy? If you're happy, okay, got it. And sometimes I like to let people dig their own grave or make mistakes because then after that, (laughs) they will learn. So I'll be like, ah, okay. So was that painful or was that a shortcut? And I was like, I don't want to do this. Okay, got it. (laughs) But then I could have seen it happen, but people learn at their own pace and they need to learn. That's when they really learn it. You know, they need Uh to learn themselves. You you can't just tell them something. So that's usually my leadership style. We'll see, you know, kind of thing. I and, and always, always try to be kind because you don't know where people Uh are going. Mm -hmm. And at the, at the end of the day, you got to take a step back um, and look, I used to be like very OCD. I used to be like, I can do this. Why can't you do this? Because I'm an overachiever. So I used to have really high standard, but I think I've evolved as, as a person. So I still have that look where I'm very like, you know, kind of thing. Uh, uh-huh. So when I want people to behave, I just give that look and then be like, you know, kind of thing. But actually I do that because I'm kind. I don't want to be, um, you know, taken for a ride and that sort of thing. So it's like a defense mechanism. But at the end of the day, it's about, you know what? you got to be happy, life's short. Um, uh-huh. and, and what are the things that matter to you? Maybe it's not a good fit because we need somebody to work hard and stuff like that, but you want to be with your family. That's really your passion. So go for it. So, so for me, it's about, you know, everybody is perfect. It's whether uh, we are pieces of the jigsaw puzzle that fit, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, and, and you got to honor that. If your passion is in taking care of your family, there's nothing wrong with that. That's one of the most wonderful things. Go uh-huh. and do that. Yeah, but if you really want to learn and and be a really good marketeer or whatever, and you want to work with us, you want to be our intern, go ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's my style. Having said that, the way we see things are different at uh-huh. Popcorn. We don't want to run like a huge, huge, huge company because we don't want to have the headache, uh-huh. you know, kind of thing. We believe in this thing called the company of one where you have a very lean operation. The uh-huh. less people... <laughs> we have the happier we are because you know the bigger you are the more miscom and stuff like that 
Um, and everything is supported technology and stuff like that. And then if we like our students and we want to work with them and they mm -hmm. want to contribute more because we don't want to run the business for the mm -hmm. rest of our lives. We want other people to take over. We want to chill, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So, so we're looking at a very lean organization uh -huh. and uh, running from everywhere we can be running. I could be living in India and running it. I could be living in you know, in Bali, yeah. uh, running the company. So we're looking at something like that where we can have a fully digital nomad lifestyle uh -huh. um, and, and still contribute and make a difference to the world. Uh, yeah. It's a bit crazy. Yeah, but that's, that's where I think Popcorn is headed. That's where we are all aligned. The other thing is the leader that I really admire, I would say, is Simon Snick. The, the stuff that comes out of his mouth is just uh -huh. amazing. Yeah. So, and, and I think a lot of people take for granted that, uh -huh. you know, why, why are we here? You know, I think, uh, why are we here? It's so that we can make a living, have a happy life. And sometimes we work too hard, you know, uh -huh. and we, the best parts of our lives go miss, you know, you just passes you by and you don't spend time with your kids. You don't spend time with your family, but then you're working so hard. Who is it for? For the family, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so it's about having a balanced life. Uh -huh. um, yeah. So, so if you ask me, this 20 years ago, I would have said, oh, I have such high standards. You need to be uh -huh. at this level or I'm not going to work with you. Uh -huh. So that would have been me. But you're asking me this like 20 years later. And my answer is, you know, it's okay. Uh -huh. Just grow. Yeah. You have certain, you, you have goals to achieve and you want to work towards that. And sometimes some people are not, don't fit and it's okay. Uh -huh. um, yeah. The important thing is to respect that and, and go your separate ways and, and work if you have that, if your pieces of the puzzle that fit. Um, yeah. So yeah. that that's the way I see it. But I think everybody is perfect in their own way, and I think everybody needs love, yes. and and kindness, and which I think is 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 really lacking in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much, and I really wish uh, good luck with all your future endeavors. Thank you. Of making a difference, and I stand for the same. So uh -huh. good luck, and really appreciate all your time and consideration being on the show. Okay. It was mm -hmm. like very fun as well as very insightful episode for the show. Yay! Episode. Awesome. So well, I hope your viewers enjoy it as well, and they got so much out of it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Hope audience, you will enjoy this episode. Before we end, I'm going to end this episode with a quote from Richard M, which says. A vision and strategy aren't enough. The long-term key to success is execution each day, every day. And on that note, we are going to close this episode. See you guys in the next episode. Until we meet, happy leading. Let's live together. Stay safe. Bye for now.